Hello and welcome to the One Take Show, a podcast where we celebrate incredible conversations with some fantastic people. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me in this amazing episode of the One Take Show is Mr. Prakshal Jain. Prakshal is an associate with Trilegal in the disputes team and if you are not aware of why he is here on this podcast, this is why. Commercial arbitral awards and undermine jurisdiction of national courts. How would that happen members of the tribunal? What parties would start doing is that they would have an arbitral award since they are not being able to enforce it in national courts in a period of 2 to 3 years 4 years they will just come before an investment tribunal ask them an equivalent amount in compensation and undermine jurisdiction of the national courts prakshal is a brilliant motor he is an amazing amazing orator and he is also the winner of fti moot 2017 and when i say fti i mean the world rounds Yes I think his video has helped me personally and a lot of law students who are trying to prepare for arbitration moots I personally benefited a lot while I was preparing for Justice Arkitan ka moot the style of speaking the mannerism the preparation the argumentation is very unique and this episode is especially for every law student who wants to improve as a speaker and wants to learn from someone who has done it at the highest level and ladies and gentlemen let's jump right in All right so one take show welcome to the podcast uh, i am so happy to have this opportunity to talk to you i think prakshal jain is a name that every law student who is even remotely interested in anything to do with arbitration or moots has 100% come across because your fti to sound 17 finals video has become a staple sort of an inspiration for everyone who wants to look up to the standards that the exceptional speakers have set for any mood so obviously i'll keep uh, going about this because i'm a huge fan of that video and i've used it for my own personal purposes as well but thank you so much for taking time off your really busy schedule and uh, sitting down with me for this beautiful conversation that we're going to have thank you thank you kostab as i said it's been long impending uh due to some of the other issues we kept delaying it but that video thing it is quite flattering i'll tell you a, a couple of things about uh, the video as well as you know what yeah. people think about arbitration and everything during the course of this conversation uh people will know a lot more things i think this will be more helpful uh yeah. for people who have seen me as a guy who has done arbitration yeah. arbitration moves so maybe mm-hmm. some things will be relieved your sorry revealed during the course of the conversation perfect perfect the purpose of the one take show served <laughs> right there yeah all right i'll i'll jump right into the first question that i have for you is the mandatory question that i ask every guest of mine is why law like what inspired you for uh for getting into law continuing with law and what was the experience in law school like that motivated you to whatever achievements that you've had or the opportunities that you've exploited see i have no fancy answers to i mean that something inspired me to take up law not really uh when i was in class uh, i think class 9th sometime 8th or 9th mm-hmm. is uh, when i was exposed uh, to uh you know speaking activities uh this included yeah. model un and mm-hmm. debates etc etc standard yeah. procedure uh at at school level right mm-hmm. uh and that is when i understood that i have a knack for uh, oratory uh, mm-hmm. also for you know sort of critical reasoning and things like yeah. that yeah. uh that is when i also came uh, in contact with a couple of my seniors who mm-hmm. were pursuing or uh, who were you know uh aiming at uh, writing the clat and they were in class 11th class 12th so they were preparing for clat so they okay. ex- introduced me to this concept of nlus 
mm-hmm. uh, law as a profession you know so i i i come from that family where you know typical family where either you are an engineer or a doctor or, or a ca right yeah. so uh, <laughs> that way law was not much of an option for me right, uh, right. in that sense so i was only introduced uh, to law as a career as a profession mm-hmm. uh, in class 11th and 12th sometime 10th maybe Mm-hmm. uh but again you know my parents uh, weren't very convinced with that idea yeah so all of class 11th and 12th i did the hard work of you know uh, mm-hmm. preparing for iit j uh mm-hmm. i tried to convince my parents but somehow it didn't work out right. eventually at the end of class 12th mm-hmm. uh is when my parents were convinced that maybe okay clat yes fine yeah. lawyer yeah. right okay so that's when i started preparing for clat mm-hmm. so i to answer your question i mean it was just the fact that you know i realized that i do have uh, an oratory skill mm-hmm. uh, i also uh, i like keeping up with 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 developments i like uh, reading up on general knowledge stuff and i also you know like critical reasoning logical reasoning all of that so right. so basically all the ingredients that are that were mm-hmm. required to clear the exam and get yeah. into a good institution yeah. i thought i could meet and that is how right. law came up uh, as mm-hmm. a career for me uh, right. towards uh, say ninth or 10th class okay okay I mean, obviously, uh, uh, was it like your parents were influenced by those coaching classes who were selling Clat, like one of the professional courses, which will get you jobs if you stay with Clat and stuff like that? Actually, uh, that 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 precisely was the problem. The problem yeah. was that my parents weren't convinced that this will get me a good enough job. <laughs> okay, that was actually the issue, you know. Which okay. which, fr- frankly, it is not now. Now I think mm-hmm. it's become a lot more prominent, and you know, and it's yeah, becoming sure. you know, back mm-hmm. in two thousand ten. I mean, it wasn't that much of a big deal. True. This is I'm talking about the year 2010 when I am entering class 11th and uh, mm-hmm. and when my career is to be decided, right? 9, 10, True. 11, right? So at that time, it wasn't a big thing. So my parents hadn't heard about it as a profession and right. didn't want me. Uh, as in, there there is a saying that goes. My father used to tell me often that. जिसको कुछ नहीं आता है वो वकालत वकालत कर लेता है दैट इज जो वो एल एल बी करता है माइंड सेट एंड इज वाई यू नो आई हैड अफ टाइम सो बट इवेंचुअली Mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know if you know i was in rml for one yes, year yes yes uh, that, that was going right. to ask you this like you made it to nls but before you spent some time in rml as well how yes, was how was your yes. time no, at so, rml it's a, it's a very interesting story so mm-hmm. uh, i gave uh, clat first in the year 2012 mm-hmm. uh, i got into hnlu okay uh, okay hnlu i spent about a month there mm-hmm. uh, along with a couple of my rml batchmates i mean i honestly uh not to say anything against the institution it's it's a fabulous institution yeah. i did not like uh, i mean somehow i could not adjust uh, at the institution so you just say that you preferred rml over hnlu and rml 1 in that case yes <laughs> yes yes i mean a few of us in fact not only me it was three or four of us yeah. three of them the other ones were all from lucknow by the way oh, uh, you will remember i think they've done uh, rajat datta if you know yes, he's yes. right now pursuing, Dutta, yes. mm-hmm. he's he's done his management from i am ahmedabad so right, right, right. Uh, so couple of us then moved from hnlu to rml mm-hmm. so, so i spent a month at hnlu then i came to rml and you know the yeah. the campus catches your eye oh, and you see yes. wow what 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 an institution <laughs> what a sprawling campus you see you see that olympic mm-hmm. size swimming pool oh, that is there yes yeah yeah yes yes, yes. That, back in our a... time of course it was just a mm-hmm. party place never worked right. 
but uh, it was there for it was used for semester end parties okay uh, okay uh, at, 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 in, 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 when I was in first year back in 2012 okay. because it wasn't a functional swimming pool it mm-hmm. was just built then of course the auditorium uh, uh, that is there the smaller <laughs> yes. one as well as the bigger one so you, so, you just yeah. it just catches your eye you know yeah. and you are you're like yeah I, i've come to the perfect place right? mm-hmm. i enjoyed my time at rml to be very yeah. honest i loved my time at rml mm-hmm. uh, and you know uh, that is when i was first introduced to uh, mooting I don't know if conquer still happens. It uh, does, does and it? I and I was the I was the winner of conquer. So if you are the like, oh, did you do conquer? Yes, so yes, uh-huh. yeah, I did conquer in my that uh-huh. that was actually the first uh, conquer move. Oh really? Uh, in my year, that was okay. the first first okay. ever conquer that happened, yeah. and I won that. Uh, oh, so, this is good. This is great. Wow. Right, right. So I'm making the OG winner there. of the conquer. I'm winning. Uh, I'm I'm talking to the OG winner that of the conquer. Yes. Yes, and I remember that 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 final round. I will remember. Uh, yeah. uh, it was a bench of five. Uh, oh, Hari wow. sir was there. Oh, uh, Hari sir was there. Right. Yes, Hakim yeah. Yasir Abbas sir was there. <laughs> uh, Bhaskar Subraman. Some of the best mooters yeah, yeah. I think that RML yeah, has so. seen. Some mm-hmm. of the finest of them were sitting. Uh, we are arguing a, a, a consumer law problem, yeah. and they grilled me to death. Like both of us. I can. I can imagine. It was an experience. Let me just say that. Yeah. You know, it was it was fantastic. It was an introduction to mooting. Mm. Of course, see, uh, my idea was that uh, you know, uh, now the the reason I've come here is because I want to speak, right? My oratory mm-hmm. is the reason. So 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 mooting was a no like it's a it was a no brainer. I have Correct. to take up mooting, right? Right. Um, uh, so I immediately took it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was I think we got a week or two, and you know the. the my i think i went with the single minded focus of i am not going to back out this i have to complete this come what may whatever be the result i have mm-hmm. to just complete this so i went in right. with full force it was an enjoyable experience uh, for, right. in the first go itself and when you mm-hmm. you know uh, when you win it you're yeah. like oh i i i i can be in it for the longer run right yes uh, yes so it was a fantastic yeah. uh, introduction to uh, mm-hmm. to booting back then hari sir was actually the convener of yes, yes. uh mcc in mm-hmm. in in that year absolutely so wonderful brilliant. yeah hari sir is so, i mean one of the uh, one of the finest people i've met uh, we still are in very good like we keep inviting him to judge our flagship booth and hari sir has absolutely. recently drafted our problem wonderful wonderful person i can just imagine how wonderful would have would it have been for you to face him to argue up. in front of him yes as a first year student in yeah. the second month of law school facing hari krishnan was <laughs> it was I mean, you could yeah. you can say it was great in in in, in you know in Maybe retrospect you can yeah. say it was a great experience. But when I was doing it, I was sweating in that air conditioned mm-hmm. room. It was yeah. a nightmare to be honest. Mm-hmm. I remember. Right, right. But yeah, so that way I think mm-hmm. uh, that's that was my first brush with mooting with as an mooting. activity. Mm-hmm. I also did all. In fact, I I was a member of uh, the DDC. Oh, uh, the debate okay. and discussion committee in in my first right. year i joined the dd so i had the choice of of uh, jo- between uh, joining mcc and 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 dbc i had that choice Ouch. that breaks and, my heart uh, <laughs> and the mcc guy so, <laughs> that uh, breaks my okay. heart Right, yeah. right. No, my my idea was that okay, I can indulge with moving outside of the committee as well, and I yes, really yes, like debating. Sure. So I thought mm-hmm. might as well flip the coin. Said okay, DDC it is. So that was also amazing. I think some mm-hmm. some brilliant uh, people I met. Vinayak sir was the DDC oh, okay, for my okay. year. Mm-hmm. So right. that that was also a brilliant experience. Took part in debating. Which only yes. after reaching NLS I realized is not mm-hmm. debating. It is yes. not close to what mm-hmm. debating is, which I'll come to later. Actually, right. 
but i enjoyed it there you know mm-hmm. uh, it was a great time i participated in all sorts of activities from moving to debating i did i mean then there was some skittle with the mcc which i will not go into for the purposes of uh, <laughs> this conversation of us and so you know <laughs> of course yeah. i mean those are uh, things yeah. you know stories of the past but the yeah DDC so MCC i happen to do always runs it, the narrative is that ddc mcc versus is always on always on <laughs> so mine was actually mine was outside of that mine was just uh-huh. you know a first year lost somewhere uh, mm-hmm. sort of a thing if i see say in in retrospect mm-hmm. but yeah so i happen to then do uh, the br krishna move yeah uh, with ryan uh, mm-hmm. wilson Oh, Ryan sir. Um, do, yes, yes, yes. He's he's right now. I think he's he's doing great in yes, IPR. Yes, uh, yes. From what I uh, know, mm-hmm. I keep following him on LinkedIn and all. So we did an IP moot actually. We did Bihar Krishna, which is an IP. Oh, wonderful. Uh, that okay. was a, my first brush with national mooting. The only national moot that I've done, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, was at at, at RML. Uh, that was also a, a good experience. Of course, we didn't uh, make it anywhere. but not to say not to take anything away from the experience being a speaker in my first year uh, at a national moot uh, mm-hmm. it was it was it was brilliant he is he's the guy i think ryan is the guy who taught me a lot of things you know uh, he picked me up when you know nobody was you know uh, mm-hmm. trying to reach out so he picked me up he said why don't you join my team taught me a lot of things uh, mm-hmm. and eventually even though the result didn't work out it was uh, a wonderful uh, experience yeah. uh, so to say Uh, right. so that was uh, so and and yeah i mean you are from rml so you know how much like mm-hmm. enjoyment happens outside of uh, mm-hmm. in fact in our time uh, i mean you guys will be jealous of the fact that we did not have compulsory attendance there so what? Uh, oh my was, god <laughs> this is extremely heartbreaking this is so sad yes. but yes. i i'm going to this part for the people who might be jealous no 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 i am going to put this one out because i think this is uh, this is going to bring back the old glory days of rpl i'm not saying that they are past right now but i think uh, the past. fact that we've had uh, we've had students like you and uh, all the names that you have mentioned have really given our university the kind of credibility and the kind of uh, legacy that we needed but uh, you've moved Absolutely. from uh, rml to nlsi bangalore and my last question yes. in this segment to you is a very direct one for that matter because i believe there must have been uh, rather changes and uh, the differences in because obviously nls is considered to be the best law school in south asia and uh, especially in india and national law school provides a different standard of education for it for the time that it has spent in the indian uh, milieu so what differences did you observe and as in the quality of education and what were the stand off experiences with nls that you had that somehow shaped your perspective towards your career See, it's very simple. The answer is one line. You're at NLS. Your peers make you. Like we, when we, when we went into uh, college, that was the first thing we were told that you will not be, uh, you know, you will not be known, or you will not learn from your faculty. You will not learn from your courses. You will learn from your peers, and that is true till date. Like eighty uh, of the smartest minds from across the country uh, come together, and you are challenged at every step by them. Right? right? right. You learn from them. Um, mm-hmm. it's 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 a good it's a healthy sort of challenge right mm-hmm. uh you 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 know you gain from them you are you know at every step you are inspired to keep doing better and better and better right because mm-hmm. you know that your peers are so good why can't yeah. i aim at that so your your aim is always higher and higher right yeah. uh yeah. and you've seen people do that previously before you mm-hmm. your peers are doing so well so you want to do well and you learn from them at every step of the way um right. uh mm-hmm. in in any skill for that matter 
speaking i thought i was too good at it i learned so much more i realized i know nothing all or close to nothing uh, about it researching uh, reasoning coming up with arguments critical thinking all of these are things that i you know i learned bits from like from ground zero uh, at college from my peers from my seniors mm-hmm. all this community of 400 people who are there across the five batches uh, you learn a lot from them i think that's the key right. uh, at at nls it's just the fact that you know your peers mm-hmm. uh, you learn a lot from them right just to follow up on a previous mention that you've made you've realized that debating is something altogether different when you reached nls uh, than what you've experienced in rml so what exactly was that change because i'm really curious uh, i am all into I mean, uh, apds and stuff yeah yes no i can understand so i'll tell you what the, i mean this is this is just very very personal i am not mm-hmm. sure if it if it still uh, holds value or not what i realized mm-hmm. at rml it was more about oratory it was more about the style of speaking if you if mm-hmm. you you know flawlessly deliver a line or mm-hmm. you know you can move around here and there and you can so show some action some voice modulation that's yeah. what uh, you know uh, got right. you debates at least in the internals for that i didn't go for external so mm-hmm. at least in the internals i mean throughout i saw that was uh, 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 the prevailing situation whereas uh, at uh, when i came to nls of course seeing the legendary debaters that there are i realized mm-hmm. that content uh was the king there right, right. Uh, it was all about what you speak and not about how mm-hmm. you speak uh it's it's all about what you can come up in those what kind of arguments can you come up in those 15 minutes how you structure your debate mm-hmm. all of those nuances you know that i mean yeah. i'm forgetting now because it's all a very very uh, blank sort of a memory from first i never debated and i'll come to that it's a very blank memory but i remember how you make a start then you make a premise and then you do what not like it's 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 a completely different uh, ball game and you learn uh the nuances of that as a as a first year you could just you know go in for practice debates and there would be seniors uh from across batches coming in coming yeah. in giving you feedback teaching you as to how to go about how could you have done this better etc uh, mm-hmm. etc et right so so it right. was an entirely different uh, uh ball game <laughs> but i think uh, by the end of first year maybe or my second trimester somehow i realized that not my cup of tea i mm-hmm. i did not like uh uh debating as much uh, as an activity uh yeah. no particular reason behind it uh, mm-hmm. i just did not uh, enjoy uh doing that somehow right. uh right. so that is why i left mm-hmm. that track uh, pretty early mm-hmm. and changed tracks or so to say came back to the original track right right no i i i completely understand it's just that uh, i uh, i can understand where you're coming from but i'll be very happy to tell you that as your juniors from our university i think we have we've made some very significant leaps uh, the the idea that you're talking about are our seniors uh, i won't specifically name them because there are a lot of them have taught us different style of debating and have exposed us to everything when there is uh, the are and everything what you're talking about so yes perhaps there is a need for a little bit more of an engagement perhaps between universities like nls which have this huge legacy and this rich background to newer universities like rml or uh, other such universities who can actually learn from all of this but now this this actually brings me to a rather very interesting part of our conversation uh, this is about your mooting experiences uh, i would love to know everything that you've used as your strategy for all the very selfish reasons that i have for myself but i think that your strategies have been quite very effective uh you've used them for uh, one of the most important moots for any arbitration enthusiast that is fdi 
what was your strategy not just in fdi but in general were you always a speaker or did you try your hand at researching as well or what were your general experiences maybe then we can get into the specifics i mean i always wanted to be a speaker mm-hmm. uh, so that was pretty clear and it so happened that when i tried my hand at mooting in the first year itself i got a like a good rank in the university selection rounds to be able to qualify for an international moot also so one of my incentives of course was the travel you know uh, getting so i i did the uh, maritime law arbitration moot in my first year in lam uh mm-hmm. which is organized by Murdoch University so i got to travel mm-hmm. to hong kong uh, uh that year so that was one of my um mm-hmm. incentives uh to do it uh strategy if you ask me my consistent uh, strategy i i believe in being very very thorough like i go into the depth of the issue that i get like there should be nothing about the issue that mm-hmm. i will not know how much ever it time time it takes me uh i will be, i will only start drafting when i know that i have answered every question that could come to my mind pertaining to that issue before that i will not start draft and that is that has had certain bad mm-hmm. consequences certain delays in terms of my drafting yeah sorry to a mm-hmm. couple of my teammates here and there but yeah i mean largely i've met timeline so so i believe in being very very thorough right so mm-hmm. every question that can come up every issue that can come up uh, in in my uh issue so in my first year when i was doing imlam i think we faced issues of conflict of laws like you okay. know lex arbitrai lex loci etc oh okay etc. okay very that yeah, interplay of you know yeah. laws applicable to an arbitration to the arbitration agreement yeah, to that yeah. to this mm-hmm. reading you know reading dicey on conflict of laws oh, wow. uh it was it was just a, a brilliant experience in the first year so i i i went through all of that and that actually it was a very stimulating experience i enjoyed doing it what i enjoyed main the main thing that i enjoyed was finding answers knowing okay. what the question is and then mm-hmm. finding answer to that question i think that gave me a sort of a a, a kick right mm-hmm. uh, i i knew that this is my question and then looking towards the answer finding it and then started drafting and and, and the same technique i applied to uh, drafting my part of the memorials as well i will not finish a paragraph till i read it 20 times and i make sure that this is the best it can be like it just right, cannot right. be better yeah, than better, this right. at least for me right, right. Uh, so i am not the kind of person not with projects but with my memorials i am not the kind <laughs> of person who will you know okay. <laughs> go through prepare a first draft and then think about it not okay. not my deal okay. i i make sure that you know even if i'm writing five lines i will read mm-hmm. it in my mind make sure mm-hmm. that those five lines are the best possible five lines to me of course of course yeah. people yeah. greater people will review it and thrash it that's a different <laughs> story altogether yeah. but to me at least it should be the best five lines i could express that argument in wow. and that is when i proceed so so the key for me has always been uh to be very very thorough to go in depth uh and get it done and and one important is the persistence you know yeah. it will happen you will mm-hmm. see your 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 peers enjoying you will see people chilling <laughs> and yeah. and that sort of and you are still sitting we have moot rooms at nls separate rooms and you're okay. sitting in that room and working uh there late in the night but but the point is that you have to persist like because the end game the end result is what 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 you enjoy right you go mm-hmm. you argue Mm-hmm. and you get to travel so okay. that that is what always uh kept me going that you know that that mm-hmm. end result e- even if it, it was the university selection rounds or it was uh preparation uh for the actual moot 
माय right but, every question but, that the right. others every so basically what i look is i look at my memo for the other side i see mm-hmm. what arguments i have raised and i answer each and every one of them in my speaker notes so my my speaker notes go like used to go of course not you know, <laughs> used to go like this was the speech and towards the left were the questions and answers to those questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know that 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 methodology i have always followed uh, uh, throughout 5 uh, years uh, of the competition and and of right. course uh, structure was key to me Uh, unless the, I used to read it in my mind and make sure that structure is making absolute sense to me till it made mm-hmm. to the dot. If it didn't make sense to me, I kept making changes to it again and again right. and again. And of course, then on practice rounds you keep changing. Yeah. But yeah. but the key through your research, to your drafting, and to mm-hmm. the speaker notes is to be thorough to answer mm-hmm. every single question that can arise. I think that is right. one takeaway that I will give to anyone who's interested in it. Perfect. I think that's that's a wonderful advice. I'm really sorry. I have to wipe my face. Lucknow is annoyingly humid right now, so it's oh, just yeah, making it very difficult. But anyway, it's the idea that you have expressed here. It's very useful because personally, also I can uh, identify two very major factors. Firstly, is to how to identify your opposite points and to prepare in full depth. when it comes to uh, taking arguments from the opposite side and listing them down and having this proper mechanism that really helps you out although uh, i will be watching this recording again and again to make notes for my own self and i think everyone will who will be listening to this podcast this brings me to uh, your journey with a very specific mode that is fdi so uh, before you answer whether like how your journey with fdi was what all your strategies was how many other modes did you go for and uh, how I have much done, i have done five moots uh, okay. uh sorry uh, complete your question so like what was the experience with those uh, let's say five moots yeah so as i said i started with imlam in my first mm-hmm. year yeah uh then i did uh, oxford media that was the only oh, non arbitration okay. moot that i have i have done uh, okay, okay. oxford media that that you know uh, oxford the university of oxford organizes brilliant uh, mm-hmm. yeah, very sure, good competition sure. then in third year i did viz uh the dream of any, any uh, person who is interested uh, in arbitration yeah, uh, yeah. and by then you know uh, uh, by then i think i was pretty much done with the activity mm-hmm. uh, but then fourth year came and and i thought uh, okay frankfurt was there frankfurt was a sort of like a holiday mm-hmm. mood for me i thought okay yeah. i'll get to chill uh, go to europe again so mm-hmm. i did frankfurt uh, investment arb uh, in my fourth year which then introduced me to investment arb which is a field i really like actually Okay. uh investment okay. uh, arbitration uh, mm-hmm. treaty arbitration uh, so to say mm-hmm. so that was fourth year and uh, of course by fourth year i was like i am done with this activity and i enjoyed mm-hmm. the activity no doubt but mm-hmm. then four years of it was more than enough but then i thought uh, then fdi somehow came up realized it's in boston so mm-hmm. chance to go to the us again so then yeah. in my final year uh, exactly. sort of i convinced myself uh, to uh, to do the fdi so that's been right. my uh, journey through moot court competitions right And, and uh, how was your experience with FDI? FDI, it was fantastic to be honest. Uh, FDI uh, national rounds, mm-hmm. very well organized rounds. They they are organized at by Kachwaha uh, mm-hmm. in Delhi. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
very well or some of the great judges of course see uh, not a lot of people in india are well versed with treaty arbitration mm-hmm. but in terms of at least uh, questioning and all it was quite nice it was a good experience the judges were knowledgeable judges so mm-hmm. i think there we uh, made it to the semis uh, mm-hmm. and therefore qualified for uh, the international rounds right uh, the international rounds were uh, of course in boston and mm-hmm. again brilliant judging uh, some of the best judges that i've seen and this time people who actually had great knowledge of okay. uh, investment uh, treaty arbitration some great opposition teams in fact in our mm-hmm. very first round i think we we faced a team two members of which had won the wiz mode for the previous year wow. so uh, some some great teams we faced uh, mm-hmm. uh, in boston and uh i actually don't remember i don't think we did i don't think we did oh, win okay. that round okay. uh, mm-hmm. but i learned a lot in fact can you imagine in my 5th mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. in my 5th year my final uh, moot and okay. my first round at the internationals and i learned so many new tricks i Perfect. learned things right. like you know uh when you start so when you start reading mm-hmm. you say begin quote when you end reading you say end of quote that was a thing i learned from that argentinian okay. what's what's that can you please uh, clarify uh, yeah What's I mean, it's a very small thing, but but uh-huh. so for instance, uh, so for instance, when he was quoting me only, so he said, okay. "Look, the speaker one for the claimant said, begin quote, begin quote. Oh, X Y Z, end wow. of quote." Wow. So it's okay. it's just fantastic, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so smooth, also. Mm-hmm. So those some of those things I learned from that round. So the learning just never ended, to be uh, yeah. very honest. Yeah. Uh, then of course uh, it was it was a great competition, but uh, to uh, so I remember this. Uh, when we are done we we were done with the prelims uh, we had no idea that we will qualify it wasn't uh, i think we had lost we knew that we had lost to the argentinian team mm-hmm. and the second one was also dicey so we thought it will be difficult but i mm-hmm. think i don't know now but i think we qualified as the 16th team so 16 teams made it okay. to uh, okay. the pre quarters and i believe we qualified as so we were sitting in a burger king nearby the venue thinking okay. not happening boss it's just not going to happen right. and somehow mm-hmm. um, it just happened so uh, that was the, so we made it to the Yes, mm-hmm. so I mean that's what no. So and mm-hmm. coming to that, I'll tell you luck. You know, uh, and I will tell this to anyone who is so we mm-hmm. we made it to pre quarters, right? There we faced yeah. the Filipino University, De La Salle wow. University. Okay. Brilliant, like one of the best teams I have faced in any moot court competition. Brilliantly okay. prepared. Okay. And 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 you know we've lost a lot of rounds, very close ones. Okay, where judges come and say uh, mm-hmm. you were great, but sorry and all of that. Mm-hmm. This round we won two is to one. one like we wow. won just by a very very slim margin and wow. i will tell anybody who is listening never never be disheartened with a loss you know it is so much mm-hmm. so much dependent on luck mm-hmm. everything for that matter beyond the point just depends on luck yeah. it's not like yeah. a paper publication mm-hmm. uh it is it is an, an entirely different ball game so your your one hour how mm-hmm. the judge has perceived you all depends on that when i when we when we lost the round of 32 at wiz we really did not believe that we we ought to have lost that round we knew that we had nailed that round but right. we lost it and mm-hmm. it was a terrible feeling mm-hmm. when we won the pre quarters uh, i mean we didn't believe that we've lost it we thought it was very very tight but we were right. very pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. right so it's mm-hmm. all luck so anybody who's listening anybody who wants to move remember mm-hmm. that it's 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 luck at the end of the day so if you believe if your conscience is that i have put in my best foot forward i have put in all the effort that i could have that is mm-hmm. more than sufficient if you've learned from the activity mm-hmm. if you've learned how to make arguments if you've learned how to speak it's more than perfect uh, results beyond a point are not in your control it's a lot of luck that that plays uh, when it comes to moving that's perfect. one takeaway that i will give to anybody 
proposed list right right so yeah it was a brilliant experience i will tell you actually uh, sorry mm-hmm. just one more thing i'll tell you which is that mm-hmm. you know a lot of people tell me as you said and that was very flattering thank yeah. you so much for that about the the mm-hmm. final rounds to be honest my finals was not my best performance it was actually an underwhelming one my semi finals was the one that i was the most happy with like that was the round oh, where really? you know mm-hmm. it was it was my better side it was okay. the side that Achha. i was better prepared with oh okay and you know the pressure was so happy i was so yes i think so mm-hmm. no no i think it was respondent in that so i was respondent in the semis i was petitioner in in Uh, uh, no, no, you were you were responding in the final. I watched that video far too many times. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you were responding okay. in the final. Sorry, so probably I was better prepared for the petitioner, and yeah. uh, yeah. and 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 that was the round that was very very sad. I, unfortunately, of course, no recording, but that was the round where I could answer every single day, right. and they asked me so many questions. I will tell you, mm-hmm. so many questions, and I was so happy that I had contemplated each one of those questions, like wow. each of them. You know, wow. you prepare so much, but yeah. mostly in in my all other moves, those questions had never come up. but mm-hmm. in this one round every single question came up like like there, there was a question on an argument that the other team had conceded but the judge mm-hmm. went ahead and said i know they've conceded but do you have an answer to this and i said yes this is my answer it was very Why very sad to a point where the judge took me to some queries on bitcoin etc at which point i said this i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> he was that interactive with me but that was i think the most uh, satisfying round for me where you know mm-hmm. answering those queries the finals i think was a bit underwhelming to be honest mm-hmm. uh, uh mehta nailed the finals thankfully yes, yes. uh so my my colleague uh, he mm-hmm. nailed the finals so mm-hmm. i mine may have been a bit underwhelming so the 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 stage you know i i have been so close to that stage on mm-hmm. so many occasions semi finalist at imlan yeah. etc yeah. so so being at that stage finally was was sort of un, uh, you know overwhelming for me uh mm-hmm. and maybe i faltered in a couple of places but then we got well, lucky well that's that's something that you are telling us i if no one who watches that video will ever be able to make that out because i think both you and uh, adit uh, if i'm not wrong was yes. absolutely wonderful in that round i personally have used your final rounds recording uh, during my preparation for tanka my co speaker siddhant ahuja by the way uh, brought this with you there are two people siddhant ahuja and edwin tangarajan i'll give a shout out to both of them because they introduced me to this video we were preparing for this boot uh, that is uh, tanka and we fortunately so could win this boot only because i had a precedence like yours which gave me the idea as to how to present myself possibly because we as debaters are very uh, vociferous we use a very sharp language with huge body language body movements and stuff like that but your uh, precedence with respect to arbitration how to set how to prepare so i'll get into that now i think this is extremely important for anyone who uh, looks forward to becoming a good speaker in moots is what were your strategies for speaking rounds and i i i think this answer can scale anywhere from your preparation of arguments which i think you've already touched a little bit about but also how you set while you're presenting how do you spread out your notes or what do you have any strategy about that like how do you or do you make a proper speech or do you make notes and you spitball and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah so uh, first and foremost i've always had a speech uh, for all my moves i have mm-hmm. had prepared speaker notes for this i remember my teammates were so agitated because i was preparing speaker notes till almost the finals right okay. i don't know okay. as in the finals as in till before the start of the rounds mm-hmm. but the key is that by the time your first round starts you should not have to use those notes so okay. i've always had notes with me i take mm-hmm. those notes to the rounds also but by the time the round starts you should not have to you should have had done so many practice rounds 10 15 20 any mm-hmm. number that yeah. 
you will not have to use uh, those speaker notes when you reach the actual round the first round that you give all you carry it of course for 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 your confidence you carry it with you see the key to arbitration is nobody is seeing you have your table people can't see so you can keep notes of course and you can turn them over also that is also not an issue right. but uh, it's 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 the best is that you should be that prepared you should have by hearted that so much by then that you don't have to use mm-hmm. those notes so that was the key yeah. i i prepared notes for every, as i said my notes were literally everything i will say mm-hmm. literally everything from from good morning to here is my structure uh, to a b c sub structure everything was covered in the notes now mm-hmm. I, so i even used to write now i will move on to my next argument everything right. was written right i used to highlight things something was bigger so that it could draw my focus okay. all my authorities were written right next to the argument the authority mm-hmm. who's the judge everything was covered in those notes. very very uh exhaustive yeah. notes towards yeah. the left so towards the right of the page uh towards the right was a uh, were the notes and towards the left were the questions that uh that could come up uh okay. pertaining to whatever the argument was there on that page it had everything it had my authorities written uh mm-hmm. authorities bit of a description of the authorities mm-hmm. uh i mean who's the judge uh why is it relevant if it's if it's if it's a, if it's an author why who's the author things yeah. like that all covered in the notes so pretty exhaustive notes mm-hmm. um they were they were differentiated by you know a well highlighted stuff wherever i have to end or i have to highlight so because you know when you're looking at it if something is highlighted you can read it easily right so mm-hmm. simple as that so i used to highlight what must be what must i draw my my attention to uh, right. during the rounds right pretty exhaustive notes but but mm-hmm. yeah uh, not to use them uh, in the round especially arbitration yeah. uh, notes are not to be used that is one Uh, two uh, which i will tell the key again i will repeat myself at the cost of repetition would be to not to anticipate every question that can come up because you know mm-hmm. that is when you have to you know merge your answers into your speech that right. is very very important right you cannot be startled by questioning you cannot mm-hmm. go on the wrong track by questioning uh and the arbitrator should feel like you are naturally answering the question and you know everything you just know it somehow Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is the that is the key to it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so 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 like like thinking about all possible questions mm-hmm. and having answers prepared to each written answers. Like this is what I will answer exactly written down. Right. That is the key, and that mm-hmm. that will later give on give if if you keep reading that for for fifteen practice rounds, mm-hmm. by the end it will give you uh, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, by the end of it, you will then be prepared enough to not use those notes to have it all ready, right? Perfect. Uh, that's very important. But again, you do, you can't read from the notes. It has to be all. It has to mm-hmm. come out like a conversation. Arbitration is very very important. That it just comes. It has to be like you and me talking right now, Correct. right? With a little bit mm-hmm. more of a smile, uh, with some humor, if you can put in. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, in fact, one of the reasons we uh, <laughs> lost Imlan. Mm-hmm. was just style and we realized this okay. later actually that okay. style is the key in arbitration our content was much better than mm-hmm. this team that we had faced in the semi finals content wise we were much better but style yeah. wise that guy was impeccable he was an honorable mention oralist at wiz and he was impeccable at his style mm-hmm. uh, admirable you know and right. he could you know he and and we remember he used the same dialogue to make the judges laugh in the semi final the final he had is <laughs> one place where he will he will make a joke on okay. that particular thing <laughs> 
and and the judges will laugh and and one uh, yeah. one senior of mine told me if mm-hmm. you can make the judge laugh you've got the round you got the round that is that is the key thing right. that's why right. in whiz they tell you uh, start with a nice score right okay. so i remember in in, in whiz uh, we started when when we started we said uh, contractual relationships do not age as well as fine wine uh, mm-hmm. something like that so so okay. Okay. Uh, so those those style stylish things are very very important now the pressure not right. probably in a in a domestic not domestic so, so all of my uh, uh you know uh, whatever i'm saying right now is applicable to arbitration moots mostly international arbitration moots mm-hmm. domestic moots is a different ball game altogether domestic moots right. is more about answering the because there they will badger you with questions and you have to mm-hmm. tackle those questions that's a different game right. altogether right. right here in arbitration moots increasingly that trend is changing but the mm-hmm. judges let you stick to script right Correct. so in that script you have to impress the judges you have to stand out in that script right because mm-hmm. if you're sticking to script the other guys also sticking to to script Mm-hmm. who stands out someone who can do it with better style someone who can you know in engage with the judges more uh, will will stand out this style trend is changing though now i've realized i i've seen these also i've seen fda also questioning mm-hmm. has become a lot like they really grill mm-hmm. you hard so so mm-hmm. it's it's changing but still style matters a lot keep mm-hmm. it like a conversation right keep it easy Uh, right. uh you know you have hand movements of course can't be as much as i am moving my hands in this <laughs> this uh conversation you have to have your hands yes. on your desk you right. can maybe do a one a two a three or a three, four yes. like that wonderful yes yeah. right that's a there are so many intricacies to the activity that you know we can spend an hour and a half just discussing such intricacies but yeah in some and some substance it make sure it's like a conversation but a more mm-hmm. respectful more polite conversation mm-hmm. uh and see if you can make the guy on the opposite side laugh if that happens you mm-hmm. almost take the round that way perfect, uh perfect. so yes that would be uh, my thing on on speaking uh, specifically at arbitration rooms right right i think all of these things i have used them as it is like i picked up clues from your video like i have taken intros of yours that you've used like everything starting off with a story uh, hello honorable tribunal my name is kasip shivasa uh, i'm here with my co uh, my uh, co speaker said said everything like i've taken everything and i have formulated it and the experience has been phenomenal your argumentation the way you pointed out uh, you've answered the judges their questions i in fact what i'll do is i'll link the video down in the description i think every listener deserves an opportunity to go through the video and actually cherish everything but to learn about everything from you first hand is uh, is an extremely wonderful experience in itself i just have a last question for you i think i won't take much of your time now is that uh, with respect to mooting one of the very constant questions from law students is how useful is that with comes to employment i won't repeat that question but i think i would add a different perspective to it uh, we you know you you're working with trilegal right now which in itself is a feat and uh, your journey must have had uh, certain uh, strategies or additions how big a role did mooting play with respect to adding the certain skill sets that you might have used during your time right now uh, with the law firm perhaps well i'll be very honest with this answer mm-hmm. uh not much not okay. much Perfect. uh because see i uh, i'm a disputes lawyer in a law firm right so mm-hmm. mostly uh we go to senior councils because the matters are such high profile uh mm-hmm. that we go to senior councils for yeah, arguing councils. so yeah. i'm not a counsel i i am just an instructing attorney for them so mm-hmm. i don't get so in i think in 2 years uh i have argued at one arbitration hearing mm-hmm. uh twice before the high court 
and maybe mm-hmm. twice before uh, the nclt that's about it so some five or six opportunities at best i may be yeah. exaggerating that also but that's it wow. that's it okay. that those mm-hmm. are the number of opportunities i've had at arguing right mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. said that having said that i think uh, uh, the research part of it the drafting part of it has helped me a lot it has helped mm-hmm. me immensely even though you know uh, legal drafting when we when it comes to courts is a different ball game but you know you start thinking that way that that critical mm-hmm. thinking that a memorial drafting gives you mm-hmm. that is definitely helpful the speaking skills see i'll i'll be very honest and i wanted to convey this you mm-hmm. don't need to do five moves you do one you do just one and you do it to perfection make sure that you learn the requisite skills that's right. enough for you because mm-hmm. of course and if you want to litigate also that one moot will teach you enough about court manners to be honest i was in that arbitration hearing mm-hmm. and i could understand the difference uh, i could right. see how you know th- in fact i used things like mm-hmm. uh, may i invite your attention to so and so paragraph of mm-hmm. this case mm-hmm. uh, may i have a moment to look through the case all of yeah. those things you know yeah. and it was, yeah. it was a different thrill altogether mm-hmm. uh, uh, i mean definitely i would have ventured into litigation if not for say financial constraints etc but that's a different story mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the point being uh, your one moot or at max two moots can teach you enough of what if if at all you pursue disputes if you are doing your 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 uh, corporate stuff then yeah. hardly any of it will you be using because your mm-hmm. your contract drafting or your due diligences that you do uh, they don't need what typically what mooting needs if you are a right. firm uh, if you are a disputes guy in a firm Mm-hmm. then a couple of moots should be more than sufficient because you will not get so many opportunities at arguing that won't right. happen right uh, uh, very few opportunities very rarely uh, i got these opportunities because my senior was not available on those days like mm-hmm. the, the counsel mm-hmm. that we have was not available so mm-hmm. i had to argue once or argue in that sense speak mm-hmm. once or speak twice before once, the nclt yeah. once before an arbitrator that's about mm-hmm. it right mm-hmm. so uh, if your aim is uh, going into a law firm uh disputes department mm-hmm. do one or two moots yes but mm-hmm. that should be more than enough for you because that will teach you uh the critical thinking that is required to make arguments mm-hmm. that will teach you the research skills mm-hmm. these are two very very important things see you will have to Perfect. come up with novel arguments you will have to you know there will be situations where you will not have precedent so you'll have to think about okay what argument can i make here? and mm-hmm. that skill mooting definitely teaches you the brainstorming that mm-hmm. that kick that you get when you're mooting when you're sitting with your teammates you're thinking about what arguments what is my structure etc etc mm-hmm. one or two moots is sufficient for you to get that and also court manners right, right, uh, right. court manners mm-hmm. also one or two moots is by by the time i did my second moot i had enough to know how to handle judges right, right. Uh, right. and that is very very important to be honest it is very very important to know how to be oh, able okay. to judges. handle judges if you can do that it's it it makes a difference trust me mm-hmm. i could see that a very brief part i did that arbitration hearing for and i could see uh, it yeah. on the face of the arbitrator it made right. a difference when you can navigate properly when you can use those skills so so it's important to uh, do one or two but yeah. but not more you don't require uh, more mm-hmm. than one or two i did five because i i mean i had i didn't enjoy anything else i would okay. suggest i would recommend in fact people to take up scholarly writing i think that is much much more important uh, uh, to any law student because you know your mood will reflect in your cv but what you've written and if it's a well written piece you can if someone if you purely consider employability 
if you give it to someone and they read and they're impressed see you're mooting they can't see the round right they can't see okay you right. reached round of 32 how do they know how you, how you did there right mm-hmm. but if you give that piece of writing to that person i think they will be far more impressed so i think the focus should be on on scholarly writing right that will also teach you the required skills of, of research i didn't like it you know because Mm-hmm. i preferred in that sense because in a moot you knew what argument you have to make because the issue is right, right there in right. scholarly writing you have to come up have with issues you mm-hmm. have to think oh what's the problem with this mm-hmm. that's something i i i i probably didn't uh, prefer as much but mm-hmm. i would say one or two moots is more than enough for you guys if you're litigating also for that matter if you're not into forms you want to litigate then also right. one or two moots is more than sufficient for anyone okay. interested mm-hmm. I think I'll I'll close this conversation with just last one extension of uh, this question. I think it will be very yes. criminal of me to not ask you this, but uh, since you're working with one of the biggest law firms in our country, what essential skills would you suggest that uh, we as law students can work on in order to make us let's say a little more employable or a suitable candidate or something that should help us in order to uh, make our way into uh, this top game that uh, you are in right now? Ah, that's a that's actually a very uh, tough mm-hmm. one. I mean, um, it's important to do a lot of uh, internships. Uh, okay. That is very very important. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's the key. You do your internships, and you do internships in areas of law that are relevant to law firms. For instance, today IBC is relevant to almost every disputes department of every law firm, right? Because right. it's the thing right, right now: insolvency right. and bankruptcy court, the matters on matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, sixty percent of our work is in in that field, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know that that is relevant. So you do your internships there, so you can show that background. If you do one internship at Trilegal, and mm-hmm. you can impress uh, 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 the team uh, mm-hmm. that you know your law, you know. So often, you know, we'll we and we work with interns, right? So we'll go to an intern and we'll say, "This is the concept," and if the intern says, "Oh yes, I know about it," that clearly it's the first impression. gets you right oh wow he knows about this he knows what's what's what 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 a section 7 what a section 9 is in, in, under the ipc things like yeah. that right yeah. so be aware about uh, about uh, you know the thing that is most important to the firms do a lot of internship that way you will also figure what is most important for you right. like for instance and very very important here is when i did arbitrary when i actually did real life arbitrations i realized it is not what i thought it is it is not okay. something that i would want to do as a full time career arbitration okay. is nowhere close to what i found it while i was in law school that was entirely different mm-hmm. this is different. we can i mean i can go on about it how it is different i think that's in the interest of time i'll cut the chase the fact is go get your internships you will you will understand uh one thing that what is good for you mm-hmm. and second is is you will learn also what is relevant for the firm that you want to get into say mm-hmm. uh like i try legal if you want so you need to know ibc because that's at least in bombay that's the majority of our practice right so if someone knows that well and the other thing is uh, i think if you are exceptional at your work you know i had this guy uh uh this intern who just knew his way through scc like like this you know he just knew mm-hmm. scc so well and we were working on a maritime matter absolutely new matter i didn't know anything about maritime law mm-hmm. uh nor did any one of my colleagues so new for us but he navigated his way through scc to answer the most wow. uh you know uh, uh, obscure questions for that matter most mm-hmm. obscure questions that you will take so much time to answer 
he just knew how to navigate his way through and get get me answers so so mm-hmm. if you if you know your stuff well if 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 you know how to use the databases to do good research i think mm-hmm. uh that will i think impress the people most at internship so get those internships uh which are fairly easy be persistent be very very hard working mm-hmm. um that is uh important be ready to put in the hours Mm-hmm. uh how much ever required from you so hard work is key and knowing the skills the essential skills see i don't think people will give you drafting in 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 mm-hmm. in a in a tier 1 they will not let you draft but if you can impress them with their research mm-hmm. and you know we have such hectic schedules that if someone can get us good research in a good period of time it mm-hmm. it definitely helps you so right. that would be key so know the areas of law very mm-hmm. well uh, read up on them and mm-hmm. this and one thing is start early it's important mm-hmm. to start early right i mm-hmm. i only realized that i want to be or do arbitration or i like arbitration in my third year by okay. that time i had lost so much time mm-hmm. uh, which i could have focusing i see kids right now they're doing arbitration right from first year writing articles on clover blogs on clover so so i think it's 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 important to realize your your area by second year i think you should know that mm-hmm. but make sure that you are just not going by the glamour you've done it you've seen it Yeah. because i i i made the mistake of you know uh i'll not call it a mistake but i we didn't have time to do as many internships given our schedule right so i mm-hmm. i sort of went by arbitration just by looking at the glamour of the arbitration world you know everyone yeah. the international arbitration glamour that mm-hmm. there is everyone wants to do that i realized not my cup of tea when i actually did a couple of arbitrations into the job i realized i mean of course i i can do it i like mm-hmm. doing it a little bit can't do that as a as a full time uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to say an ibc which is a developing area yeah, of law yeah. so you have so many questions so many challenges mm-hmm. coming up yeah so yeah start yeah. early uh, know your area of law very well mm-hmm. and know the basic skills of of researching very well so that you can help your team mm-hmm. and be noticed when you're helping yeah i think this is absolutely wonderful everything that you've told us the essential part the internships how to exactly work in an internship to stand out uh, especially to all the members in the law firms you talk about ibc i think ibc i personally consider ibc as one of my favorite subjects i've recently been working on the interplay between arbitration and uh, international commercial arbitration and insolvency uh, and how it right. can all work out so all of this is extremely exciting and very enriching Overall, this conversation I think will add tremendous amount of value to anyone who tunes into this conversation, and everything about mooting, speaking, all of this beautiful, beautiful tips and tricks that are going to benefit so many speakers, so many mooters, and finally to learn on the practical aspect how to actually go about mooting, picking up one, two moots, and actually learning the skills to the death and using them. in your practical application like internship thank you so much prakshal i think this has been a wonderful opportunity for me do you have any closing remarks for our uh, for our listeners thank you. thank you kostab it's been an absolute pleasure uh, speaking to you mm-hmm. and uh, for i think primarily your firstly i think uh, and i should have said this right in the beginning but uh, probably i said it before we started the video but the fact <laughs> is yeah. that uh, i have been following this uh, you know your series of uh, interviews and it's 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 really enlightening so So congratulations mm-hmm. on a well, great job you. that you're doing. Thank It you. will be helpful for a lot of people uh mm-hmm. in in for a lot of law students for that matter. So it's 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 spectacular the work that you're doing. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh and for the law students watching this uh I would say that there is no substitute to hard work. It's a very cliched line, yes. Yeah. But work very very hard. Uh, mm-hmm. uh it is very important to think about perfection. You can maybe skip doing a lot of things but whatever you do you mm-hmm. do it perfectly 
you learn it till the very end and you mm-hmm. will uh, definitely succeed uh, so thanks kostab it's been a pleasure having this conversation and Wonderful. i'm sorry it got delayed for so long no no i think uh, all this delay was all worth it because this is the kind of conversation that the one take show was principally based upon and wants intends on sending out to every consumer every listener that we have anywhere around the world so thank you so much thank you so much for this opportunity prakash well that's a wrap thank you for joining us for this amazing conversation the one take show is now available on 10 platforms if you want to watch this conversation please subscribe to our youtube channel the one take show please consider rating this podcast if you use apple podcast so that i can reach out to more and more people if you have any suggestions and feedbacks make sure you reach out to me i would absolutely love that and ladies and gentlemen take care of yourselves stay strong i'll see you next time